devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Doesn't it bring a smile, smile to your face to see a healthy baby, one who is growing and thriving? In contrast, one of the saddest sights imaginable is that of someone suffering from malnutrition. The haunted look in the eye of someone who has failed to thrive is difficult to see. In just the same way, we don't like to see someone suffering from spiritual malnutrition, particularly since we're given such clear instructions in God's Word for how to thrive spiritually. Psalm 1 is a good example of a passage that does just that. We find here a clear description of God's plan for spiritual health. Psalm 1 says this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. But on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but they are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Psalm 1 begins on an upbeat note with the description of one who is thriving spiritually. We find someone who's called blessed who knows the right company to keep, who delights in and meditates on God's instructions. This blessed person is compared to a healthy, fruitful tree planted by a plentiful water source and is most definitely thriving. In fact, the picture is of a tree that's so healthy its leaves don't even wither. By contrast, the second half of the psalm describes the one who is definitely not blessed not thriving spiritually, and instead is called wicked. What follows is in complete contrast to the spiritually healthy soul found in verses 1 through 3. Instead of being like a tree, this one is described as being like chaff, the worthless husk that falls away from grain and literally blows away. Nothing is found to be thriving there. We might say that God has put the cookies down on the bottom shelf in this psalm. What we find here are clear and easy-to-understand instructions for how to prevent spiritual malnutrition. Simply put, our spiritual health is directly related to our attitude toward God's Word. Based on Psalm 1, we can say that the one who is thriving spiritually delights to spend time in God's Word. Notice there's not a hint of this being a burden or performed simply out of a sense of duty or guilt. There is instead a sense of refreshment and joy from getting to spend time meditating on what God has said. This is quite literally the picture of health, the picture of a healthy, thriving spiritual life. As with physical health, spiritual healthiness requires being intentional and making good choices. First, and perhaps most obviously, you must begin by making a plan. Planning, for example, when you'll spend time in God's Word. If you wait until you're no longer too busy, or until it's more convenient, or until whatever condition might be on your mind is met, it will be too late. Spiritual malnutrition will begin to take its toll. 
Once you sense the urgency of this and treat it as such, you will have no problem finding the time to fit it into your schedule because we always seem to be able to find time for the things we consider important. It will likely mean making adjustments in your lifestyle, but it will definitely be worth it in the long run. It will also require finding a personal Bible reading plan or perhaps Bible listening plan if you learn better by listening than reading. Either way, this requires some planning and being willing to stick with it until you find the best fit. The resources available are abundant, but whatever you choose, make sure you're spending time in God's Word yourself, listening to His voice, getting to know Him, and developing your relationship with Him. There are plenty of devotional resources that might serve as supplements to your reading plan, but there's no substitute for first having the purity of a main course in God's Word itself. Finally, don't forget to ask for help. Most importantly, always begin with prayer, drawing on the endless source of help available to all who'll ask. Also, don't be afraid to ask for help from someone who might have more experience in Bible reading and study than yourself. If you need help with this, don't hesitate to contact Bible Fellowship Church, where there are many who would just love to help you develop a Bible reading plan that works for you. Whether you're developing a Bible reading plan is something you have a lot of experience with or it's brand new to you, as Psalm 1 makes clear, it needs to be given the highest priority imaginable. As seminary professor and author George Guthrie says, there is no more important task in life than hearing from God and trusting Him on the basis of His Word. I mean that quite literally. No more important task. Everything else in our lives is shaped by whether or not we're living out of a life grounded in the Word of God, the Bible. We need to read it and read it better than we have ever read before so that we can live it well. So I encourage you to heed the words of Psalm 1. Develop a personal Bible reading plan and stick with it. Ask God to help you hear His voice and understand what He's saying. May you find so much joy in this that you can't wait to spend time alone with Him every day. Remember, this is the path that God has provided for you to thrive spiritually. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Help each of us to make time alone with you and your word of utmost importance each day. We need your help with this, and we'll thank you for it. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, every day, plan to spend time in God's word. 